Twas the fight before Christmas went all through the house. No furniture left standing, no TV or couch, or aquarium, heck, they even knocked over my chia pet. Mima was flung across the room by her hair, by her sister Ethel, who never fought fair. Let's get ready to tumble! The children all wrestled and jumped off the beds, dropping elbows and knees on each other's heads. And Mama with her frying pan and Paul with his bat cleared half the room in ten seconds flat. The whole brawl began from an innocent matter when Aunt Flo thought Eugene said, She looks a whole lot fatter. She knocked him through the window, he fell with a crash. Tore down the gutters and busted his leg really bad. You're the saw it looked like you'd been in a motorcycle no wreck. Yeah, an awful. I couldn't try to look at it. See, both sides of our family never have gotten along, and every holiday something always goes wrong. You ain't supposed to fight, but spread joy in this season. But when they get the knob, they just look for a reason. In no time at all, everybody joined in, and right there we squared off with our closest of kin. It's a time for you, said Uncle Bill, as he gave a black eye to his brother-in-law, Phil. I heard somebody say, It's the thought that killed. And right now I'm thinking about knocking your butt out. Presents and fists flew all over the room, and Nana had some pretty fancy moves with the broom. She took out three cousins and knocked down the tree, and I ducked. Just in time, she swung round at me. It's my favorite time of year. Dad always has too much beer. Gifts on the roof and hunts reindeer. Merry Christmas from the whole family. the phone lord it seemed like a mile and called 911 which we keep on speed dial in a matter of minutes out the window appeared flashing blue lights in the sheriff john deere just then six men burst through the door some yelling some get on the floor a straight punch from grandpa found the sheriff's chin and just for good measure he clocked him again it took all six cops to get grandpa and cuss you know he gets feisty when he runs out of snuff we all stopped our fighting and cheered Grandpa on. Heck, I thought he could take him. I guess I was wrong. As they dragged him outside, he yelled, Open free! He was kicking and screaming and calling them names. You, you, let me go, you, you don't not eat, stupid We stood on the porch, as did all our neighbors, who always took interest in our family's behavior. Mind your own business, we heard Grandma shout. And we'll take back the presents, Dad, come bail you out. By now, we'd forgotten what we'd been fighting for. We were battered and bruised, but united once more. Then we all joined hands and sang Violet Night. And we heard Grandpa exclaim as they drove out of sight. Merry Christmas to all! Man, that was a good fight! Christmas from the whole fam
Alright wrestling fans, this is Southern Dynamite, and yes, this isn't the fight before Christmas, as Cletus told us a minute ago, this is the fight after Christmas. Christmas Chaos 2021 from the Target Center in Minneapolis, where it all started in the first place for the PWA. Now we end the year with the most crazy card in the history of the PWA. But first, for the first time since the restructure of the PWA, we have contracts coming due. And so we have a few contract extensions coming up with Austin Idol signing on again. Shane Douglas renewing his contract and Nightmare Ken Wayne renewing his contract. But we've also been given departure notices that guys will not be renewing their contract. One being Nightmare Danny Davis. How is that going to play out in the match that the Nightmares have tonight? And then another one is Raven saying that he will not be here after the 5th when his contract expires. So how is all this going to play out? Will Raven and Will Raven and Eddie Gilbert be able to coexist in their match tonight? We'll have to find out really quick. Because this is Christmas chaos. Random stipulations in every match. So we get to the first match. Television title on the line. Savannah Jack defending the title against Buzz Sawyer. And both men are backstage at the interview desk with the wheel. Lance spins it. It lands on an I quit match. And Buzz and Dylan are ready to hear Jack scream that he quits. And so this match becomes very brutal. Even though it's still only a 15-minute time limit match, it's still a very brutal match with Buzz taking out every sort of shortcut he can find, everything that he can do to cause pain to Savannah Jack. Now, Jack is not t backing down by any means, but eventually it is Savannah Jack and a Boston crab having to say that he quits and giving up his television title in a time of 13 minutes, 46 seconds. Your winner and new television champion is Buzz Sawyer. Sawyer and Dylan celebrate in the ring with the booze of the fans going on as he is now a four time television champion and he promises that Jack will not survive his next match against him because he knows there is the automatic rematch next week because of winning the title alright next match has Steve Armstrong facing off against the dirty white boy and they come up to the wheel Lance spins it it lands on a first blood match. First person to draw blood loses. That's, you know, okay, the first person to bleed, really. Uh, so, and this becomes a violent struggle until Steve Armstrong does a drop toe hold on the dirty white boy into a chair, busting his forehead open. David Manning calls for the bell, awards the match to Steve Armstrong in a time of 5 minutes, 15 seconds. 
Next match, the first tag team match of Christmas Chaos. Special Delivery Jones and TD Steele facing off against Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert and Raven. And when the match is, when the stipulation is drawn up, it's just SD Jones, TD Steele, Missy, and Eddie that are there at the wheel. And it lands on a Texas Tornado match. Basic rules, there are no tags. All four men allowed in the ring. All four men legal. Referee just has to count three. And this match doesn't take very long at all because it ends up being a handicap match because Raven doesn't show up until the end. Jones and Steele have the match well in hand, double-teaming at will Eddie Gilbert. And T.D. Steele gets the pin on Gilbert in a time of 2 minutes, 52 seconds. Raven jumps over the guardrail from the ringside. Fans slides into the ring as Gilbert is complaining with Tommy Young that it was two-on-one. This is not a fair match. Young points behind Gilbert. Gilbert turns around, gets a kick to the stomach and an even flow in the middle of the ring. Missy gets up on the ring apron and gets slingshotted in by Raven. He slides out of the ring, looks under the rope, uh, under the mat for a couple of weapons, comes out with a trash can and a couple of folding chairs. And he just goes on a rampage and just bludgeons Gilbert in the middle of the ring. Multiple even flows onto the garbage can and onto the chairs. Missy Hyatt tied up in the ropes. Yeah, Raven and Gilbert not coexisting at this moment. Maybe that's why he gave the departure notice that he was just sick of Gilbert and Missy and wanted a way out. And this was the easiest way out. But your winners in the Texas Tornado match, Special Delivery Jones and TD Steele. Well, when it's a handicap match, it's really not a surprise, is it? All right, next tag team match. Hopefully a little bit more of a tag team match. PG-13 and Rough and Ready. All four men assemble at the wheel. Lance spins it. It comes up as a barroom brawl. So they take a few minutes to set up an old western bar with all kinds of whiskey bottles and you know all kinds of liquor bottles all over the place. Everything's legal. Everybody's in the ring. Whoever cannot answer a 10 count loses. And this match doesn't last very long either. As J.C. Ice and Wolfie D double team rough and eventually knock him out by busting a couple of bottles of Jack Daniels over his head at the same time. And he cannot answer the 10 count. So your winners, PG-13 in a time of 2 minutes, 52 seconds. Next match has Brad Armstrong defending the American heavyweight title against the former champion, Great Muda. And they both show up. Lance spins the wheel. No DQ match. Okay, Brad's in for a world of hurt, looks like, because a 45-minute no DQ match against Great Muda? Are you kidding? 
hitting me. But the two of them go at it like they are wild animals. And finally, it is Armstrong getting the win after a double underhook suplex through a table off the middle turnbuckle to get the pin and to retain the title in a time of 35 minutes, 8 seconds. Your winner and still American heavyweight champion, Brad Armstrong. Next match has Gino Hernandez facing off against fallen angel Christopher Daniels. They come out. The wheel lands on a pole match. Both wrestlers ask Lance what's on the pole. Lance says they'll have to find out when they climb up and get it. And so both men come out. There's a pole in one corner. And so they pummel each other for a good 15 minutes before either one of them actually tries to climb the pole. And eventually it is Gino climbing the pole after drilling fallen angel Christopher Daniels into the middle of the ring with a pile driver to retrieve a briefcase up on the pole. Inside the briefcase, an automatic world heavyweight title shot. Here's the crazy part. Who's the number one contender for the world heavyweight title? Well, Austin Idol won that right last week. But now, Gino Hernandez has won that right this week. What's going to happen? But Gino is excited because he is now the number one contender for the world heavyweight title. He gets the automatic match. How does that work since Idol's already signed a match for next week for the world heavyweight title? I guess we'll have to see next week. All right, next match has the newly formed tag team of David Von Erich and Terry Gordy. The monster heels in unison, truly, against the nightmares. And the wheel lands on an elimination match. Multiple falls until there's only one side left in the ring. And, of course, this match doesn't take very long either. Ken Wayne, Danny Davis, facing off against David Von Erich and Terry Gordy. There's no contest on this one. Both nightmares are quickly taken care of and eliminated. Your winners, David Von Erich and Terry Gordy in a time of 8 minutes, 40 seconds. Now we get to a match that I was waiting for. The Smoking Guns facing off against Flying Brian Pillman and Eric Embry. This would be a good match regardless. But what's it going to be? A cage match? Another pole match? Barbed wire match? I mean, what kind of match is it going to be? The wheel lands on a kendo step match. Lance reaches behind the interview desk and pulls out four kendo sticks. Hands one to each man. Says, get down to the ring and beat each other up with them. And so that's what they do. For 20 minutes. Billy, Bart, Pillman, and Embry just wail at each other with the kendo sticks. Finally, it is Pillman getting the win over Bart Gunn with the air Pillman with the kendo stick in a time of 20 minutes, 41 seconds to get the win.
smoking guns are not very happy and then begin to beat Pillman and Embry with all four kendo sticks after breaking theirs. Now we get to the main event. World Tag Team Titles on the line. Gentleman Chris Adams and Honky Tonk Man defending the titles against Ravishing Rick Rude and Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol. And the wheel lands on a strap match. All four men will be strapped off in pairs. Adams will be strapped to Idol. Honky Tonk Man will be strapped to Rude. And so we have this great match going on. A 60-minute time limit strap match. As all four men are all over the place. Spilling in and out of the ring. Off the ropes. Using the strap on everybody that they can find. We even have David Von Erich showing up to help out in the match. As behind the referee's back as he is recovering from having been inadvertently hit by one of the straps, he comes in, knocks out Honky Tonk Man, knocks out Rick Rude, while Adams and Idol are out in the ringside area. David leaves the ring. Referee gets around, counts the three, declares Rick Rude and Austin Idol the winners and the new world tag team champions in a time of 57 minutes, 57 seconds. And then if the interference wasn't enough, Chris Candido and Buzz Sawyer come out to attack the champions after they've been released from the straps where Dylan declares that 2022 will be his year as he will end 2022 with all of the belts around his wrestler's waist. Now we have some seriously crazy matches that have happened. And nothing more crazy than A, the combination between Chris Adams and Honky Tonk Man having to defend the titles against Rick Rude and Austin Idol. This will come up to be the bulk of what January 2022 will be about. Because who gets involved? Of course, the World Heavyweight Champion, who has already decided that Austin Idol does not deserve a title shot. Maybe he's the one who put the the briefcase with the World Heavyweight title contract up in the Gino Hernandez-Christopher Daniels match because he wanted somebody else to face. But this will go on. The whole reason for this match, truly, from behind-the-scenes perspective, is to keep billing the David Von Erich-Austin Idol feud as those two will continue to battle over it. Now, where does Gino Hernandez fit in? I'm sure he will get his title shot. I'm sure David will graciously give him that title shot. But who knows what the monster hill might have in store for him. But as we end 2021, let's look at the top contenders for each of the titles as we end the year. So your world heavyweight champion, of course, is David Von Erich. Your number one contender 
disputed between Gino Hernandez with the automatic contract and Austin Idol having won the right last week. The number three contender would be ravishing Rick Rude. Number four, Shane Douglas. Number five, Terry Gordy. Your American heavyweight champion is still Brad Armstrong. Number one contender for the title, gentleman Chris Adams. Now, there might be some great matches between those two. Number two contender, Great Muda. Number three at the end of the year, because he's still saying he's going to wrestle next week, is Raven. Number four, Honky Tonk Man. Number five, Dirty White Boy. Your television champion, once again, is Buzz Sawyer for the fourth time. Number one contender is Special Delivery Jones. Number two contender, J.C. Ice. Number three is former champion Savannah Jack. Number four, T.D. Steele. And number five, Steve Armstrong. Your Illinois heavyweight champion is Honky Tonk Man. And the contenders there are basically anybody who wants to fight him inside the state line of Illinois. Your new world tag team champions, Ravishing Rick Rude and Universal Heartthrob Austin Idol. Number one contenders, Terry Gordy and David Von Erich. Number two, Smoking Guns. Number three, the former champs, Honky Tonk Man and Gentleman Chris Adams. Number four, the Armstrong Brothers. And number five, the Dangerous Duo. Again, former champions, Christopher Daniels and Shane Douglas. Your American Tag Team Champions are Gino Hernandez and Dirty White Boy. Number one contenders, PG-13. Number two, Flying Brian Pillman and Eric Embry. Number three, Special Delivery Jones and T.D. Steele. Number four, Rough and Ready. And number five, if there's still a tag team, Hostoff Eddie Gilbert and Raven. Now again, things going crazy with Raven giving his notice that he's not renewing his contract. How is that going to work? We're well, going to have to find out next week. Because, yes, he is on the card for next week. Now, whether it ends up being a singles match or a tag team match, we'll have to find out. But I encourage you to come back in 2022 to see what new stuff may happen in Pro Wrestling America. What old stuff may pop back up again? Because that is the one thing with pro wrestling and the great territories is they always kept you guessing. Which is why some of them tragically failed. Is because I grew up in Memphis. And it got to a point in the early 90s where they Lance Russell and Dave Brown could run down the card that was going to happen on TV. They could run down the Mid-South Coliseum card I could tell you, 98% accuracy, who would win, who would interfere, and what kind of craziness might continue to happen. It had gotten that predictable. Now, on the other hand, world class in Dallas, very great. The only consistent thing is that you were always going to have the Von Erichs end up on top at some point because... It was the family business. Mid-Atlantic, you always had guys coming in and out, especially from once they got into and took over Georgia and Florida. You always had 
a great mixture there where you were always on your toes as to what might happen. And that is my hope for PWA, for you wrestling fans out there, is that it keeps you wanting to come back next week to see what's going to happen. But until next week and until next year, this is Southern Dynamite. Thanking you for supporting PWA in 2021, and we will see you in 2022.